Working Committee briefing the media on the outcomes. We talk further with it uh, on it with uh, the Deputy Secretary General of the ANC, Jesse Duarte. Very good uh, afternoon to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, Mr. Duarte. Thank you. Good afternoon to you too and uh, to your listeners. So I won't go back to some of the ground covered, but I want to go back to what also prompted President Jacob Zuma to make a statement yesterday saying that top cabinet and government and ANC officials criticizing him uh, was unfair, that that criticism was unwarranted. Was there an acceptance of this in terms of the outcome of the National Working Committee? Well, in the working committee itself, the president didn't make any such statement, not not to us. What he did do, uh, Tepiso, was to outline what had taken place and the reason why he had not consulted fully with the um, uh, officials of the ANC. We had known since November, though, and I must stress this, that the president had wanted to reshuffle the cabinet and, in particular, the Minister of Finance. He had raised it with us in November. We persuaded him as the officials of the ANC to hold on. Uh, He explained that the relationship between himself and his Minister of Finance had broken down. It was very difficult for them to work together. He cited uh, a number of issues which I I don't think we we really need to go into, but clearly there was a a breakdown of a very important relationship. He then uh, again raised it with us just in February uh, one more time, and at this point the view was, well, we're about to have the budget. Could we wait until after the budget speech? He agreed with that. Um, He also then raised it with us on um, Monday a week ago in which he expressed a view that he could no longer wait Um, He needed to do a reshuffle, and we discussed one more time at length the issue of uh, of, uh, Comrade Gordon, his deputy, and the president had an idea of whom he wanted to replace Mr. Gordon with. um, There were views about that, uh, which actually uh, enabled him to change his mind about the person that he would um, eventually eventually, uh, appoint. So, so you know, I think that when one looks at the at the manner in which things evolved over the last couple of months, one can only say that indeed um, the impression had been that there was an extremely difficult relationship okay. between the president and the minister of finance. So the SG says the issue of the intelligence report complicated the matter, yeah. creating a lot yes. of unhappiness. How and yes. what does he mean by this? And also speaking about the shortcomings mm-hmm. of the consultation. So if there was a lack of mm-hmm. uh, f- or lack of trust between the president and the finance minister, does that extend mm-hmm. to uh, the top six of the ANC? No, I don't think so. We've had a extremely good meetings uh, throughout our period together. Um, what had created a, a trust deficit was uh, we met with the South African Communist Party as the top six of the ANC and the top leadership of the SACP. And during that meeting, the president briefed us all. He briefed the top six at, together with the leadership of the SACP. And the following morning, a Tuesday, uh, the entire conversation was reported on Bloomberg News, and that same day, uh, the SACP reported it in a 
in a press conference. And the president explained that that actually created in his mind a trust deficit. And he wasn't sure whether if he came and discussed the entire cabinet with us, he would not be in the same position where there would be leaks before he was able to speak to people. Um, He had convinced himself that the leaks had not come from the ANC itself. Um, he, he, He felt quite pained about it. But what did happen uh, over the last one and a half days, we've spent quite a long time, a lot of hours of very solid, clear discussion amongst ourselves. And of course, uh, um, Comet Mantash raised this issue of consultation and as he put it, isn't a favor. It is a decision of the Mango, of the Pulukwani conference. The president accepted that. He accepted that indeed that was correct, but at the time that he made his decision last week on Thursday, he did not feel that he could share the entire list with the ANC. We only knew about the change of uh, Minister Gordon that he would indeed uh, not be coming back, but we did not know who would be appointed and uh, um, you know who else would be going out of cabinet. So that was the basic core of the of the um, let me say the disagreement. Uh, the president also said to people in that meeting, look, if you disagree with me, uh, you can say so publicly. And I think that gave a license, I guess, to to everybody to to then express themselves, which is disagreement is not a crime. But normally within the ANC, discussions of that nature are held in a very robust mm-hmm. way within the organization. A quick and final question, Mr. Wate. There yes, are yes. clearly some quarters of society that are unhappy with this whole debacle yes. and how it's played itself out. Sure. What does the ANC then now say to people who've been watching events unfold, including yes. the NWC meeting? Yes. Well, look, we're saying we could not avoid... Um, the president asking uh, Minister Gordon to go. Uh, We understand that there are many people in society who are unhappy about that. People become attached to Ministers of Finance. We've known that over the years. Um, And when there is a change of a Minister of Finance, there usually is some upheaval in in our own society. This has taken uh, a rather different uh, tone, and uh, Minister Gordon has felt that he had himself been attacked uh, from various quarters and fought back. Uh, right now, he's on a mobilization campaign, but he won't mobil- we do not believe that he will mobilize against the ANC. He's an NEC member of the ANC. What we're calling for is that we unite as the African National Congress on the issues that really matter, which is this junk status is not a good thing for our country, Although it is a junk status on our U.S. dollar-related debt and not domestic debt, it will have an impact on the interest rates. It might have an impact on inflation. And what we need now is for the country to pull together very right. solidly, and in particular for the ANC to pull together very, very solidly and unite around supporting the cabinet, supporting uh, our new Minister of Finance, uh, right. Mr. 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 Mr
Thank you so much. Let's leave it there with you. The Deputy Secretary General of the African National Congress listening into our conversation, Professor Stephen Friedman, who's Director of the Center for the Study of Democracy at Rhodes University and the University of Johannesburg, on the line with us. Professor Friedman, those last words, is that likely to happen, that as South Africans we're going to band together and support the Cabinet decision, that as ANC members they're also going to work together, you United against the backlash of this reshuffle? No, it's not going to happen. We all know it's not going to happen. There are huge divisions on this issue. There's a great deal of upset. I think the interesting question is, is this going to happen inside the ANC? Uh, And I suspect that what you might see happening inside the ANC is that we will go back to the situation we were in a while ago in which there will be an attempt to project a unified image, but that behind the scenes, uh, the divisions which led to the events of the last few days will continue. They'll just be fought over in a different way. Mm. And just in terms of the NWC's statement, first there was the leak, um, which the ANC later denied, but it would seem that the content thereof does not differ too much from what it finally released. And and what people, some say, really seems like is a cop-out, that they didn't come to the party that they've done an about turn. Is it fair comment? Yes, I think it is fair comment. I, I, I think that if you look at what they were saying last week and what they're saying now, particularly uh, the Secretary General, where, you know, the Treasurer General issued a very long and, and, and quite hard-hitting statement. I mean, he didn't say that there'd been some kind of error. He said that in his view, he didn't know whether the ANC was in charge anymore. That's quite a serious thing to say. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the Deputy President compared this to his own treatment by Mr. Ndeki, etc. So I think that the perception that they've climbed down is entirely valid. I mean, despite what the Deputy Secretary General was saying, that leaked document indicates quite clearly that there was a conflict over this, and it indicates quite clearly uh, that the top three uh, uh, leaders who were dis- disagreeing were, were basically whipped into line. What I do think we have to be careful about is that there's a story uh, in a lot of the media coverage going around that this is the end of the divisions. Uh, Mr. Zuma's faction is one. Uh, the others have been beaten into submission. And I don't think that's true at all. Uh, because I think we need to remember uh, that if half the top three of the ANC humiliated at the moment by this president, well, the last president who used to humiliate and see people with Mr. Ndaki, uh, and that didn't actually keep him in office. I'm not saying that Mr. Zuma will meet the same fate, but I'm just saying that simply because an ANC president manages to whip leaders into line uh, doesn't mean that he's now in full control for as long as he wants to be. So when all is said and done, where does this put the balance of power? People are asking this question, and is it naive to ask that does it mean President Jacob Zuma is fully and completely in charge, or is there a plan brewing on how to uh, definitively unseat him? It means, look, I don't know that he'll ever be unseated in the sense that, you know, I said from the beginning, I don't think that he'll be unseated in the sense that the National Executive Committee will tell him to go. Uh, 
Uh, I think what we may be looking at is it's quite clear now that some of the expectations which have been around over the last few days that there'll be some kind of final break now is not going to happen. Uh, It's going to be delayed. Uh, A lot of this may revolve around the election of the next ANC president, uh, which is how it panned out in Mr. Mbeki's case. So instead of seeing some attempt by those who were humiliated today to reintroduce the issue uh, of removing Mr. And Zuma, you're far more likely to see those ANC leaders devote their energies uh, into trying to make sure uh, that the next ANC president uh, is not from Mr. Zuma's camp. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your insights, Professor Stephen Freeman, Director at the Centre.